Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. I mean, which parent thought, man, I wish my kids could complain a little more, right? Nobody wants that because it's annoying. And so, too, we are God's children, and God doesn't want us to be complainers. He wants us to be thankful. Now, you might think, well, Pastor Bob, what do I have to be thankful for? Well, the Bible says in James 1 that everything that you have, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Every good thing in my life is from God. Every good thing in your life is from God. Now here's the question. Do you verbally thank him for all the good things in your life? When's the last time you thank God for 10 things in your life? I mean, when's the last time that you thank God for something good in your life? See, that is how God wants you to roll as a Christian. In verse 18, when he says, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God, that's God's will for your life is to be thankful. And if you choose to look, there are always things to be thankful for in this life. Now, What happens is that we can tend to grow accustomed to all the blessings of God in our lives. And that's what happened with the children of Israel. God blessed them so much, and then they just became spoiled, and they started complaining. And so God doesn't want us to be like that. And so he wants us to look at things that we can be thankful for. And you might think, well, Pastor Bob, what do I have to be thankful for? Well, that you have a house to go home to, that you have a warm house in the wintertime. 650,000 people are homeless every night in America. Do you realize that? 650,000 people in America don't have a home to go to at night. So you just think, hey, thank you, God, that I have a house or that you have a bed to sleep in. Do you ever thank God when you lay down in your bed and say, oh, thank you, Lord, that I have a bed to sleep in? A hundred million people in this world have no shelter whatsoever. And you just realize, man, we live in a great place. Being born in America. I mean, you ever thank the Lord that you were born in America? I mean, right now, Saeed Abedini is in prison in Iran for talking about Jesus. We live in a country where we can talk about Jesus all day long. You can go across the street. You can go over to some store, Albertsons or Walgreens, and you start telling people about Jesus. Say, hey, I went to church today. It was awesome. Learned about being thankful. I'm thankful. Here, go in line in front of me, man. I'm thankful. Jesus is good. Praise the Lord. Yeah, you can be all about Jesus, and no one's going to come and arrest you and put you in jail. And I don't know if you ever thought about that, but what did you do to deserve God's grace in your life? What did you do to deserve God's forgiveness? What did you do to deserve to be born in this country? Do you realize that we live in a nation that has the highest standard of living in the history of the world? You ever thought about that? I mean, you live in a place where no other group of people ever in the history of the world have had it as good as you do, the standard of living that we have. In fact, right now, one billion people, and that's about one out of every six people, live in extreme poverty. Now, what is extreme poverty? They live on $1 a day. Can you imagine that? $30 a month. I had a guy last night at one of the services say, Pastor Bob, in 1962, I made $36 a month. I'm like, that was 1962. How much a new car cost? He said $3,000. Like, it's a lot different back then. <laughs> you can't buy a new car now. But you realize one out of six people live on a dollar a day. In fact, the World Bank says almost three billion people live on $2 a day. That's half the Earth's population lives on $2 a day. Now, I know all of you make more than that. Now, someone's going to come to you, Pastor Bob, no, I make less than $2 a day. Maybe you live at home. You get a free house. You get free food. So, uh, but... 
Here's the thing. There's a lot of things we have to be thankful for. I mean, if you're a Christian, having a relationship with the Lord, having Jesus forgive you of your sins, and being able to pray and learn spiritual truth from God's Word, and, and just being encouraged by the, the, the great hope that we have in Jesus and the great future that we have, and recognizing we have the Spirit of God working in us to change us. And all those things are so wonderful. We have so many things that we could be thankful for. And I think that being thankful produces a quality of life that is just hard to describe. But I do believe that God wants you to know it's his will for you to be thankful. And every Christian should recognize that there are blessings in our lives that are beyond what we deserve. Do you realize that? There are many blessings in your life that you did nothing to deserve. You didn't do anything to deserve salvation. You didn't do anything to deserve to live in this country. You didn't do anything to deserve to have an iPhone. Like, I went to work. Yeah, but if you lived in the remote parts of India, you can go to work, but you ain't get an iPhone. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know. And so to realize that we have a tendency to be ungrateful. We have a tendency to take for granted all the blessings of God in our lives. And I do believe God wants us to be reminded from time to time that it is his will that we would be thankful, that we'd look around at all the good things in our lives and be thankful. And so as we close, I want to give you five things to help develop an attitude of gratitude. The first one is, if you're taking notes, is to begin each day by giving thanks. When you get up in the morning to say, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you that I got to sleep in my bed last night. And, and then at night when you go to bed, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for whatever happened during the day. And, and if it was a terrible day, Lord, thank you this day's over. And tomorrow's going to be a new one, you know. There's always something to be thankful for. If you get up in the morning, you got something terrible to face, you can say, thank you, Lord, that you're going to help me through this day. And when this terrible day's over, I'm going to start a new one tomorrow. I mean, there's always something to be thankful for. And to be thankful, the second thing is to be thankful for the little things. To appreciate those little things in life. To give thanks for little things like meals. Do you pray at your meals and thank God for them? You know, for me, there's been times when I've been convicted about being thankful. And sometimes, you know, if we're having something simple like spaghetti, just some noodles and whatever's in the spaghetti sauce, like, okay, am I really thankful? But to be, Lord, I want to be thankful. There are people who don't have spaghetti to eat, you know? And you're like, I want to be thankful. And so to develop an attitude of gratitude, to choose to be thankful and say it out loud, Lord, thank you for this food, to pray at your meals or whatever it is. And then to challenge yourself to find something new every day to be thankful for. And then to hang around people who are thankful. And don't hang around people who are cynical and critical and negative because they will affect you. If you're around very critical, negative people, it's going to affect you. You're like, Pastor Bob, it isn't that easy to get some new friends. Yes, it is. Just go to the small groups. You find some new people, and you don't have to hang around the people that you have. Pastor Bob, you act like getting friends is an easy thing. Well, if you're friendly and you pray and you say, Lord, I need some new friends, the ones I got, you know, and if they're here with you today, don't be, don't be like, yes, yeah, me. Don't say that. But, you know, like, but here's the thing. You know, if you want to be thankful, you got to be around thankful people. And then I think a very important thing is to write it down. If you have a smartphone, start a little folder in your smartphone called Things to be Thankful for. And every day, write something down. And you're like, what if I have a dumb phone? Well, then you have a dumb phone. <laughs> you can't do it. But, uh, but, and if you don't have a smartphone, get a notebook. Write it down every day. Write down things you're thankful for. And it will change your life. It will change your perspective. And, you know, be thankful that you get to read the Bible. You get to go to church. You get to have the Spirit of God working in your life. But look for things to be thankful. Write them down. Pray it out loud. Say it out loud with your mouth. Lord, I'm thankful for the things you've done. Because God wants you to have a joy-filled life. And as it says in verse 18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It's God's will that you'd be thankful. And the way you think is the key to having a joy-filled Christian life. And what you think about. And if you choose to be thankful, then it's going to make your life better. Now, there are some people 
who are always thinking about negative things, always critical about everything, always see the dark side of every situation. And the Bible tells us, don't think that way. It's not helpful. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help the people around you. You know, people who are critical, they're like, hey, you have this problem, this problem, this problem. Do you think the person doesn't know? They know. They've known it for a long time. They're just in denial. And you're not going to break them out of it. <laughs> You've got to pray. It needs God's power. But here's the thing. The Bible tells us we shouldn't be focusing on all the negative things. The Bible says in Romans 4, 8, Finally, brethren, meditate on these things that are true, noble, just. It gives us a big list here. Lovely, whatever things, a good report, any virtue, anything praiseworthy. Meditate on these things. And then what? The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. See, when you choose to look at the good and you choose to know those truths, Romans 8, 28, James chapter 1, Philippians 4, 8, when you choose to believe God's word, and live by faith and say, I'm not going to allow bad things in my life to control me. I'm going to choose to, by faith, believe that God's going to work things out for good. And I'm going to choose to be a thankful person. And I'm going to look for the good. And I'm going to look for things to be thankful for. It will change your life. And it is God's will that you would have a joy-filled life. That's what Jesus said. And so if you want to have God's will in your life, then you start praying every day, Lord, help me to be thankful. And maybe you're unthankful. Maybe you're here today and you're like, you know what? I don't see anything to be thankful for. Then you know, just start praying, Lord, help me to see it. Because sometimes people think, woe is me. Sometimes people think, my name is Eeyore. Woe is me. There's nobody got it worse than me. Oh, I'm Eeyore. But there are people who got a lot worse than you. And if you don't think so, come talk to me. Come tell me your story. I'll find some people who got a lot worse than you do. <laughs> Believe me. I mean, there are a lot of worse situations than what you're in. But here's the thing. Whatever situation you're in, God loves you, and he's going to help you see you through it. He's going to work it through it for good in your life. He's going to do good things in your life. And when you pray and say, God, this terrible thing, help me, Lord, to know how you're going to work it for good, then you begin to pray, you begin to seek him, you begin to look at the good. And what happens when you're thankful? You start looking for the good, you see the good. When you're always looking for the bad, then that's all you see is the bad. Now, how do you want to live your life? Seeing the bad, living the bad, or seeing the good and living the good. See, God wants you to look at the good and to live a good life. And it's your choice if you want to do God's will. And as we close, and I want someone to say to you tomorrow, hey, how do you know what God's will is for your life? Verse 18, in everything give thanks. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And we are so blessed, Lord, to have you in our lives. We're so thankful that you brought us to church today, God, and that you've given us this powerful truth that is going to bless us. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, that you want us to have a life that's filled with joy and that you want us to be thankful people. And Lord, you know our hearts, you know our propensity to stray and our propensity to complain. And so we ask today, Lord, that you would cause these truths to just transform our lives in a powerful way, that you would help us to know Romans 8, 28, and to know uh, James chapter 1, that you desire to work in our lives for good, even in the things that are difficult, the adversities and the trials. And so we thank you, Lord, today, knowing that you're going to work in us and cause us to be thankful people. And we thank you for that, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand. Well, if you have never invited Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, that's the first step to having a thankful life. And if you would like to invite Jesus into your life today, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that today. So would you bow your heads with me today? If you would like to invite Jesus into your life, we're going to pray together, and I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And if you believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and that you want to receive forgiveness of your sins, you can simply repeat after me as I pray this prayer and you can invite Jesus into your life. And so you saints, you pray with us, help them out. So if you'd like to invite Jesus into your life, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner and I need forgiveness. 
I ask you now to forgive me of my sin. I invite you into my life and ask you to help me to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd love to give you a Bible and and help you on your way with the Lord. And that is the first step to experiencing the riches in Christ is to receive Him into your life. And then to keep following Him, to read the Bible, to be in fellowship, to go to church, to worship Him, to pray, all of those great things. Uh, So we're going to stop there tonight because we're out of time. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.